take a sweet. Mm, it's almost that time. Take yeah, man, the Swig Podcast, man. Yeah, we gotta tune in. Man, let me grab this beer right quick, man. Yeah, let me get my drink ready. Yeah, yeah. Man, shoot, man. They be talking about all types of stuff on the man, the loggers, the man. There's some beers I ain't never even heard of on there. We about to learn about them, though, shoot. Linus is excited about this one. Is this your, yeah? No, I, I've I, been seeing the I'm post like, about it. I'm like, I'm I like, gotta get that. Like, I, I just can't ever pick a favorite of any of our beers. Okay, all right. But this one was fun because I think, I think, uh, I think the fun thing, and what y'all are doing, um, the fun thing is finding out the stories, too, behind the, the beers and the people behind them and everything. Um, and this one goes back to... One of the very first restaurants to ever pour our beer was the South Street restaurant here over by Vanderbilt, and probably before y'all moved up here, but um, I got to know the guy who owned his, uh, you know, his last name's Pennington, and then I got to know his son, because his son went on to start a distillery here in town called, uh, it's called Speakeasy Spirits, they make Pickers Vodka, Yes. they make... Um, I'm familiar with Pickers, I didn't know who... Yes, I, yeah, yeah, I saw, I heard his name before. And... Uh, he, uh, he called us up and uh, said, I've got this whiskey project we're about to release. Um, and it's the first actual, like, true Tennessee whiskey since, uh, since Jack Daniels, since Prohibition, basically. Because um, they go through the whole process of, um, you know, washing it. I mean, doing everything that you need to do to make a Tennessee whiskey, plus aging it, and it's a blend of, like, three or four years. And he said, hey, I'm, I'm dumping the barrels. Would you like to have um, the barrels to do a, a beer project with? And so we put um, an imperial version of our cinnamon milk stout, which was our, our winter seasonal last year. Um, so we brewed it. I mean, it probably was about 8% ABV before it went in the barrels. And uh, we didn't we didn't really test it, but I'm assuming it's probably a little bit less than 10% because that's legally what you have to say. And, <laughs> We're no snitches. And, yeah. Um, but yeah, just you know, all those great flavors, and uh, you know, we had about sixteen of these barrels that we went through and did a blend with, um, and so yeah, I'm really excited about this one. But not not just because I really like the beer, but because you know, it's kind of a neat story when I think that all the different people that kind of went into this and, and the relationships over seventeen years you kind of make. Um, that, yeah, so we're going to do this every year. Um, we're going to release it about the same time that they release the new version of their of their uh, Pennington Distillery uh, Davidson Reserve whiskey. Um, okay, that's, so that's, yeah, that's a nice area. That's a, that's a perf- perfect timing, and this is phenomenal. Thank you. This Thank you. So <laughs> yeah, I, I was waiting. Oh, man. Okay, I didn't even I, take a sip. I, I wanted to get there. I was, there's been was so many times I'm like, yo. I need to talk about this right now. I can see you enjoying the beers. He said something about a barrel aged stout. (laughs) I was like, I wanted to cover you off so many times. I'm like, all right, Linus, shut up. I need to talk about this. (laughs) I can't can't get past the smell. This is like, it smells so good. It smells like. Like cinnamon toast crunch. crunch And like steroids, though. Like, yeah. Like that smell on concentrate, pretty much. (laughs) Like, and it's. Mm -hmm. The taste matches as well for me. It has a, that cinnamon uh, kick, like, I don't know if you ever did that cinnamon challenge. Uh, <laughs> that is. I was like, why did you have to bring that part of my past? Right, right that's what you see. I said, I tucked, I ducked in that cinnamon like, I'm challenge. I'm still working through that. <laughs> and it was like, you know, a little a little kick know. with it. Yeah. That's what this, yeah, I, I, this is good. But, um, so it was a blend of... Um, nine, I think that was nine barrels, and it was eight or nine whiskey barrels that we selected. Um, we had a staff kind of day, um, myself and uh, the head brewer Quinn pulled samples um, from all the barrels and uh, brought them in and everybody that was on the production team um, helped make that, uh, help create that blend. Uh, nice, of the yeah. Beer. So it was, in, it was in oak for about 12 months and okay. uh, and we you know, just kind of built everything around that and then uh, created some, um, we've got another fun little variant that'll be a tap room, um, tap room only um, beer that'll be uh, released. You gotta wait till next season. season. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I should have ended yeah. Season two, you can find out. <laughs> find out more on season two. No, but even with um, beer that you know you didn't want to sour, or you just wanted to care, you know, pick up the barrel age character. 
Um, there's going to be beer barrels that were in a hotter part of the brewery. They're up higher, or just they had a different character. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, it's easier to do a blend when there aren't as many variables as, as he deals with on a regular basis. But even with a, a, a clean beer going into, um, you know, used uh, spirits barrels, there was some, a lot of variation. And so there were some barrels like, yeah, we just, we don't want to make the blend watered down by adding that barrel. So we're just going to, yeah, we just won't have as much it. this year. You know, well, maybe we can find a home for that barrel, you know, in the blend next year or something. But Yeah, it's, I'm really, I'm very used to just not using something. Something that, you know, going, going over, you know, clean side wise and talking to, uh, talking to, or talking through the blend on us. Like, you know, we, we don't have to use all these barrels. Like, would we love to? Absolutely. Let's find a home. But, like, for our base blend, like, you know, let's select the best ones we can. And mm -hmm. it came through with, a, you know, with a, with a really nice, I thought it was very pleasing blend. I, um, my, my wife, the day that you and I talked at, uh, at Crap Rude, you know, we were talking about her love of stouts. And she likes barrel-aged stouts, but, like, one of her biggest rubs is boozy barrel-aged stouts where it just tastes like somebody put a shot in there and there's nothing pleasing about that okay, there's so just if you want to step that. back there's nothing pleasing about that i mean it's like yeah you mean it's easy to make barrel-aged beer barrel-aged beer is easy to make blending a delicious beer that you can drink more than one of is is an art that's that's Fact. And that's that's what I, I was gonna make that comment. I'm like, I'm I'm not getting heavy on the booze. It's there, mm -hmm. and it's subtle. The, it's just the cinnamon. You know. it's like, hey, I exist. It's like the, a low warmth. You know, yeah. it's a low warmth, or it's like, hey, cinnamon, and then you know, it's a nice little hug. But like a church hug is like, you know, bro, <laughs> not a bear hug like the other ones, but a nice, you know, nice church hug. So. Yeah. I, I do appreciate it. I can see. Yeah, that's why I was trying that to hold my hand. hand. Like, yeah. I should have pulled those out. I forgot to. And here, once we sit here for a second and it starts to set in, that's when it like probably sneak up on you. Mm -hmm. You make a good point. I will try um, warming up the stuff. Yeah, a little it, bit. Um, yeah. It's good. Cold. This is. I mean, this yeah. is dangerous. It's, actually, cold. Yeah, well, like, it yeah. yeah. It's like, also one of those I too I, I wish there, there's beers that I, I wish that we could serve warmer. Uh, yeah. When we, when we actually have them at the tap room, we present them to people. Uh, you know, I just I, I wish we had a way to like you know not serve it at like you know, 35. We could like serve this to the customer at like you know 50, 50 80, yeah. or 60, and you know really just give it to really them. Really got them through it. There's yeah. I mean, when we do bottle stuff, like when we've done events. And, there's certain bottles like I'll pull and let them sit out and you know the helpers come over. Oh, are you only put these? And I'm like, no, no, leave those out. These warm up. Right, right, right. Don't this, touch we, them. When we do like sherry barrel beers and mm. uh, some of like the uh, port barrel beers, um, like we always serve those at around sixty uh, immediately, and they just they just open up with a bouquet in there, and it's it's a lot easier. It cooks out the the flavors and the nuance mm. out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is very well done because I'm on alignment with your wife like I love my barrel age but I've had a few I'm like okay like yeah yeah you're doing too much and we just need to do the least and there's some of my taste from yeah, there's some barrel age stouts I've had and I'm like this could have been there's so no, good it's gonna be so good but it's also there's just no way you got that out of there no way like, and you feel like they adding a little, a little of the. Mm, I'm allegedly, not gonna say allegedly, anything. Allegedly. But since you said it, you season said two, it. Season two, <laughs> Find out on season two. Allegedly. Oh, next week on Dragon Ball Z. Emmy Award winning. I thought season three of Ozark ended crazy. <laughs> Check out <laughs> Brandon is coming out with fire. <laughs> with Names, yeah, addresses, yeah. all of it. Brandon, Brandon got your AOL emails. Yeah. Brandon, I even know where I met you. <laughs> get a couple of these in them. And yeah, yeah. Tell them what we, what we get from All it takes for me is Saison. So. Yeah. <laughs> We just filled, uh, we actually just filled the barrels um, for next year's too. Uh, yeah, we got, uh, we got their barrels from the, they just freshly dumped mm -hmm. another batch in it. So I'm hoping this will turn into a fun like annual event where it has you know, to. we release, because you look around like, uh, you know, like 
Bourbon County Stout and all these different releases. It'd be fun to have something, you know, that we did and here, you know, other breweries are doing great things too, but it'd be fun to have that connection to the, not only, you know, us, but a local distillery and that, that kind of synergy with their, with their yeah, I, love, I love that idea of like, I'm they're doing something, gym. you're doing something to help yeah. them and yourselves. Yeah. So it's always like a fun little mix. You're like, they got this, but we got beer just in case you're not really right. that kind so, of a drinker. We yeah. got beer for you with the taste of when this. When they released, it. unfortunately, they couldn't have a big party, which they normally do, but they, they made up, uh, you know, I guess gift packets or VIP packets that had the, the, the beer and the whiskey and, you know, oh, and also like multiple you know, variations of the whiskey too. Listen, oh, I, y'all could do a nice little thing. I'm throwing this out there and you can give me my credit once y'all make it happen. Okay. But um, like Olive and Sinclair, like bring some chocolate into this mix. Fun. And um, the distillery, there. the chocolate, the board, yeah, this you did something there. I, I just like you did I that. Shiny said that on this episode, <laughs> season one finale of the Swave. Season <laughs> two, try the new Olive Sinclair Yazoo <laughs> Pennington <milk> Distillery. <laughs> no, Scott, Scott at Olive Sinclair, yeah, he's been doing great things. And, We've done some. They make some amazing chocolate batch stuff just for our taproom with with some of his chocolates and some of his uh, cocoa nibs. You know the Mm -hmm. the oven to shell it. So yeah, it's just this wonderful thing about Nashville is there. You don't have to go very far to find other like like minded people doing cool things in a different you know in whiskey or chocolates or 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 restaurants. You know um, that we have a lot of cities you know don't have where you have to find somebody from way away that you don't know and again it comes back like hey i know that guy and i know that guy and so that, that makes this project a lot more fun than you know just ordering barrels off of somebody some right yeah yeah, yeah. having that collaboration then when they can come in and they can talk about their the notes and their you know their whiskey or whatever that would fill that barrel and kind of give you all the education and when you take that and apply it to what you're making, it yeah. makes that collab. Well, we got, like one of our first uh, wooden fooders that we got, um, we were so excited to, to get it that uh, <laughs> the guy said, "Hey, uh, it's ready. You want me to ship it?" And we're like, "No, we're gonna get a we're gonna get a trailer. We're gonna come up to St. Louis and pick it up ourselves." And so we got up there, and, road trip, and uh, brought him some beer, <laughs> and, and it was awesome. And then we went out to. Side project, project. Mm-hmm. Um, enjoyed a bunch of beers there, Brand and then it was getting perennial, and then some dive bar, and it was getting late, and we're like, all right, I guess we better go try to find a um, hotel to stay in. <laughs> and he started laughing. He's like, man, you're not going to find a hotel around here. There's like this event going on. There's a, there's a baseball game or something. And sure enough, we yeah, started calling around. Yeah, socks and cardinals. We were having a beer oh, and started calling man. around. Like, yeah. We would have had to drive like an hour and a half to even find a hotel room. With a trailer hooked up with a with a big wooden boot. So I pushing it home? And, uh, How do you explain that? Well, he's, like, well, he's like, hey, uh, well, yeah, my, daughter, my daughters are at camp. You can come home and, and sleep in our sleep in our house. And so we did. And me and Brad are like in separate little girls' room. Like stuffed animals and stuff. And I was just like, this is the most uncomfortable I think I've ever been. This is so awesome. At least you weren't in bunk beds. If yeah, I would have yeah, had y'all yeah. in bunk beds, like, who Step gets the top Oh, my God. <laughs> did we just become best friends yeah, even more? Leave yeah. my clothes on and sleeping on the floor. And, like, I'm, not, I'm not messing with their animals. You know, I'm a grown-ass <laughs> man, dog. I can't be sleeping. Why am I next to a Care Bear? What is going on? But that was, that was the cool part. You know, that was like our industry. Is everybody's like... Not like okay, see you later. Like, oh, you can't find a hotel room, but come sleep at our house. Thanks, man. That's good. Don't put me in a place with stuffed giraffes. <laughs> no, I'm, no, you're gonna take what I give you. <laughs> I got two beds. They just happen to have giraffes on them. What you gonna do? <laughs> or you could drive back five hours. Yeah. And- I would have missed out on the cool shower. They had a shower head that changed colors. Oh, I didn't get that part. Yeah, see what I'm saying? Yeah, you were ready to go. I was like, I'm in a shower. Yeah, for no reason. I showered three times already. I'm hopping back in that shower. That was, you know it turns to a fuchsia? No shower in that. Blue light makes you feel clean. I don't know. Like, I was in an Airbnb and they had um this this uh, in Dallas. 
and they had the double shower head. And I'm with my wife, and it sounds like a good idea, but the tub was like the regular <laughs> size tub. And so I'm like, I mean, yeah, we'll have water from both sides, but can we really move in this? No, this, like, this. Your back is on my so back. So we took my... individual showers. Like, right. it wasn't like, oh. Your back's on my back. My back's on your back. This is just, <laughs> right. Like, right. Well, <laughs> no, it just doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't do it. So we are drinking a stout. I think I'm really just like the the stout is good, people. That's not. But the smell of this stout is just so pleasing. I've just been sniffing it. It's like right it on time life. for the holiday season. Yeah. Thanksgiving is coming up. Christmas is coming. I think up. this was like I now want like a uh, the sweet potato pie. Or something. Right. <laughs> and a couple <laughs> gifts along with yeah. the sweet potato. I was like. I don't even do gifts for Christmas for real. Like, I, I mean, I give them to my nieces and nephews, but we don't. Uh, we do a $20 gift cap. Ah, okay. We go like yeah, five below. Just a little small, little. Well, I mean, before, me and my wife, we do a $20. Stout's not that much. So That's all go. she got to give Christmas me this year. You're going to hear this. You're going to listen yes. to this soon. We actually so, got a draw for our Secret Santa. That's how we've been doing the last couple of years of our family. It's like. We do Secret Santa, and we just do the one gift to the mm. one person we select. Yeah, that's now. cool. We don't so, typically go home because uh, Christmas falls on, you know, it'll fall on a random day. So it'd be Wednesday. I'm not going home for Wednesday when I got to work on Thursday and Tuesday. Oh, that's so. right, yeah. Right. Yeah. But um, so we are drinking a stout. And so this seems like a great transition to The Black is Beautiful. Sure. You all did The Black is Beautiful. You all donated to Gideon's Army. Love them. Um, and I know, uh, hey. There we go. Pulled out the black is beautiful. Okay. This going to taste really clean. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's my only two cans. Yeah. I mean, is it? No. Is, oh, okay. Because I'm like, I'm excited about it, though. Um, I'm ready for it. There's still something here. Man. And right now, I feel like I need to yeah, finish out. Chug a lug. Yes. <laughs> Linus, you you still recovering? Are you feeling a little better? Like, are you was the fine. hair of the yeah. dog? Now the sweetness, you know, I'm, I'm having the Halloween candy flashbacks from last night. Mm. <laughs> yeah, eating too many Snickers and drinking uh, bourbon around a fire until midnight. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, uh, with the black is beautiful. Um, you know, we were all horrified by that that moment that happened, and and. Like a lot of breweries were like, you know, what can we do? What can we do right now? Like, you know, to, to help. And um, and I saw that uh, that Jeff at Jester King and uh, Chris at Green Bench had, were were participating in um, in what Weather Souls were doing. So, you know, like, cool. Let's let's uh, let's do that. I, you know, I did a, a test batch of his recipe. And put it on tap in our tap room, and um, and everybody seemed to really like it. And I was like, you know, let's just, you know, that's that's a great recipe. I haven't. It's kind of old school stout recipe to me, like a lot of Cascade and yeah, it's kind of like really sure. roasty. And I was like, we haven't done a beer like that in forever. And it just reminded me of, you know, a Sierra Nevada stout or the Shoots or Rogue mm-hmm. or something like that. And I was like. You know that's a great recipe let's just go with what he his, his intentions were with it and get it out there as fast as we can because the important thing is like you know don't lose this keep the momentum um, going. you know don't yeah. say you're going to do something and then you know it, it takes forever to actually benefit anybody and so you know we had known um we known Nicole Ellis because uh, mm. Ellisville barbecue would come to our tap room and set up and um, yep and also, you know, got to know that they were, she was really influential in, you know, in a bigger part of uh, Gideon's Army. And then my wife is on the, um, a board called Pencil, which uh, does a lot oh, of stuff. I love the Pencil Foundation. Yeah. 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 And um, Almost uh, for Metro Schools. And so she asked uh, everybody on the board, like, you know, hey, we want to do this thing, but, you know, who, who's the, the right organization to, to reach out to and try to, you know, make sure that the benefit goes to them? And they're like, oh, yeah, Gideon's Army is, you know, you know, by far, what you, what you want to hook up with. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so we reached out to them, and um, we were able to get it done. You know, um, you know, it wasn't a barrel aged beer, so it took about three weeks to ferment out. Um, again, I really, you know, I know it's. Uh, I just it was such a nice kind of throwback to me for like an old school, you know, nineteen eighties, early nineteen nineties, you know. Uh, Cascade hops, stout. That I was like, I'm going to get what you're going to get. This this reminds me of you know beers I grew up drinking when I was in college and stuff. And 
Um, and then we've been doing some promotions with uh, Jägermeister, um, us, Stone, Ryan Geist, uh, Cigar City, our Wakefield. Um, they're uh, they're just doing like hey you know it's a deer and a beer it's like hey if you know, get a good sh- yeah. uh, craft beer and get a good shot of Jaeger and we're doing a promotion at all these different bars and and they said hey we see what y'all are doing can can we participate too I'm like yeah for sure so you know we were able to write a decent good sized check to Gideon's Army and then they turned around and matched it too yeah that was good um, so I, nice, they don't have yeah. to brag on it it was like over ten thousand it was like ten. Something in thirteen. I forgot the number in between. It was like something. <laughs> it and then really they matched it with the know, They came out. And we hadn't told them, you know, what the amount was or anything, and we had we had one of those big fake checks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and they both like you know kind of got tears in there. So I was like, oh man, this is awesome. I, I appreciate y'all. You know, everything y'all are doing. That this is if this can go and help people and help Nashville. Um, you know, we want to we want to do more of it. Um, so yeah, it was. Um, Again, I just didn't want to lose that moment. I didn't want it to be a social media kind of the black square on this one particular day, and that's the only thing anybody ever does with it. Because mm-hmm. um, it just keeps happening. And, and, you know, as a country, I think we're better than that, and we have to be better than that. This potential. We, we got potential to be better than that, and we got to show that we're better than that. But, yeah. um, so I, you heard our Black is Beautiful episode, and we had a kind of mixed uh, crowd on yeah. there where sure. we had some beer drinkers and then some like beer drinkers you know like they'll they indulge they drink just about everything a can but they mostly know like of what they're told i'm like you want to get this can yeah rather than they can make their i don't want to disparage them at all but it's like they can't make that decision on like what's a good beer in the craft beer world they're not there yet yeah but it's good to get there for me it's good to get their perception on things and you know their input and um so we had there were a little bit of mixed reviews with it and you could tell like the the beer drinkers were like this is a well-made stout there's no frills it was like true to the recipe it was good now, if you're looking for the pastry stouts or some you know, crazy like or even the, with like your mom's third tier from when she was five yeah. thing. or even a big Pepe like right. cinnamon style, you know what I'm saying? Like that wasn't it wasn't that, but it was a well-made stout. So I'm about to put back this cinnamon stout and pour um, <laughs> pour some up <laughs> so I yeah, can. I still got one there. more can of this at home. Oh, you guys, this stout. I'm kind of just letting it. Just ride out. Like, I don't know when I'm going to crack it open. I'm just kind of be like, you know what? It's a good moment to open up a Black is Beautiful from Yazoo. How like, long could this, how long can the Yazoo yeah, beer? Yeah, before it explodes on me like 2 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this one, uh, the, the Black is Beautiful one, you know, was not barrel aged, no adjuncts, um, and was, you know, it should be fine. Uh, I think it'll fade more than, uh, for instance, the, the barrel age one y'all had before. Yeah. Okay. So I wouldn't hold on to it for, for too long. But, you know, with all the roasted malts, those are also act as, as an, an antioxidant. So, you know, I've had our stouts that held up, you know, non barrel aged versions for a year or so, no problem. Okay. Um, cool. But the fun thing we also did with this one is, um, is we held about six barrels back that we aged in. Um, in whiskey barrels and what were they the yeah we took um we took eight let's see yeah we had we, yeah eight volume barrels of the black is beautiful base uh that you're drinking now um and put it into uh 15 year old uh old fitzgerald barrels and uh let that rest okay so uh there will be so if uh, you know, Kramer's looking for a reason to uh, save that uh, save that can, or anybody else is looking for a reason, save it for when uh, we release that uh, barrel aged version, and you can do a side by side. That would be uh, awesome. I'm gonna tell him about that. Uh, <laughs> Make sure so, he knows. Yeah, I, I always enjoyed that uh, that whiskey. I, I 
been pretty fortunate to taste a lot of fun whiskeys in the past couple of years when we've been selecting barrels and trying to make relationships. And I just always enjoyed some of the nuance and kind of the there's a there's a spiciness in in old fits that I, yeah. that I like. Yeah. And uh, you know I thought that would go well with kind of the hop the hop charge that is in this uh, this base beer. Uh, so that's why we selected those. And uh, so the 15s are, are pretty rare barrels too. Uh, old fits is usually not that unless it's the um, uh, the really nice ones they sell just at the distillery, which is what these barrels came from. Um, you usually don't get that. That's uh, the single spirit. barrel ones that they made at the, mm -hmm. I mean, the nice decanter. And, yeah. yeah. So these are, I mean, these are really, really nice barrels. They're, they're going to go along with that. And uh, so I, I think that's, you know, it's, it's going to be a very limited batch. Yeah. I, I wouldn't think it would make it past the uh, the tap room doors and be tap room only. So, uh, <laughs> that's okay because I'll, yeah, yeah, I'll be in the yeah I'll be in the but yeah I mean, we've got some fun stuff uh, planned for uh, for that release and you know kind of what all we're gonna do with the um, um, you know how we're gonna give back with that. Yeah, because. Um, when I was uh, when I was in Bruin school and was looking around for well, you went to Bruin school. Yeah. Um, okay, that's cool. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I was. I moved here um, a lot less glamorous job than television. I was a tire <laughs> engineer. <laughs> a for, tire engineer yeah, for working for Bridgestone. Okay, I'm right. In Nashville. And, yep. Um, and it was a great job, but I was home brewing like crazy, and and I met a lot of uh, people in the Nashville home brewing club, the Music City Brewers. Um, Brandon was one of them later on and then uh, uh, but I you know I was looking for something more fun to do than make tires and and that's kind of how Yazoo you know got got going and um, but when I got out of brewing school I was casting around for like an internship or you know, some way to kind of get some experience before I tried to actually get a real job or, yeah. or start, start yeah. a brewery which is the, the dream and um, and I wrote to uh, Brooklyn Brewery because my little sister lived there, and I was like, "Hey, you know," and Garrett Oliver, you know, yeah, the real famous, uh, the goat. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> um, I was like, "Man, if I can," because I, I felt like I had a good handle on um, on making beer, mm -hmm. but not talking about it. Okay. And I also feel like I had a you know key for Southerners to try a beer they never tried before is if you say, hey, man, we, this is going to be go great with that food that you're trying. Because, you know, we have a great food culture here yeah. in the Southeast. Yeah. But, Absolutely. you know, we didn't ever really have a, a beer culture. Nope. You know, we, Prohibition kind of killed all that before places like, you know, places like the Midwest and the Northeast always had a lot of, uh, you know, immigrants coming in that were used to making their own beer. But, you know, down here it was all, you know, corn whiskey and... and, and <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I wrote off to Garrett and four or five times, and this is before emails or anything like that. And and, I was, and finally, um, I had visited Brooklyn with my little sister and had left with a beer in my hand and made it all the way down to the subway. And I was about to get the L train there in Brooklyn. I was about to go back over to Manhattan. And uh, this guy comes up to me and he said, uh, hey buddy, uh, you don't look like you're from around <laughs> New York, <laughs> and uh, but you can't come down here with an open container. That like, you'll get a ticket and they'll you know they'll find you. And I was like, oh okay, so I put it down. And, and I don't know where you got that from because in the South we can't do this shit either. I know, like, I was, wait, it was so good. I was like, damn, I, I can't put this beer down. And so, um, so anyway, I put it down. And I walk away and I'm just sitting there waiting. The train's late. I keep looking over that beer. And my wife's like. What are you doing? I was like, I'm gonna go get that beer and drink it. And there's only one other person down here that that guy that said, you know, don't worry, you know. And so I go and pick it up, and the guy turns out to be a transit cop. <laughs> and he's like, you have to be the dumbest <laughs> I have ever met. Like, I even warned you. I said, put it down, you're gonna get a ticket. And I was like, I didn't know you were a cop. <laughs> so, I thought you were just so, a random dude. So he writes, so he writes me this ticket. He's like, here. I was like, I'm not gonna pay this. I'm, when am I ever gonna come back to New York City? You know, and uh, sure enough, I'm trying to get this internship, and I find out they're like garnishing my wages at work for this beer ticket. This ticket I had for drinking a beer now because I never paid. And what was like probably 50 bucks is now like 200 something bucks. I'm like, damn it, <laughs> I should have paid that. Thing. Damn it. So, so, <laughs> so I, I like a photocopy of it, and I write my, my final letter. I was like, hey Garrett, like. 
you know, I'm, I'm doing this, I want to do this, I want to learn from you and everything. It was like, at least I can come pay this damn uh, ticket in person because <laughs> it's your beer, your beer was so damn good, it's your fault. I got this ticket. <laughs> and so he doesn't, he writes me back or calls me and it's like, yeah, we got room, come on up, you know. And I, he didn't say anything about that. I get in there, the brewery, <laughs> and all his three, his three brewers were like, okay. Yeah, so you're the dumbass who was drinking on the subway. Like, was like <laughs> yeah, that's, that's me. <laughs> um, you got the dumbass subway drinker where, in here. Where I was going with that, you know, we put some of this. this that place. story was a nice story. So you, that's you know, know. Yeah, it, 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 <laughs> bring us it back has now. Okay. We put some of this beer into um, into the barrels that Brandon was talking about because um, I want to keep doing something and keep this momentum going. And so what we're going to do is we're going to release these uh what we have in the barrels and donate it to the um the michael jackson fund that, that garrett's helped start it love it so, oh, so awesome. what it is is um he's trying to get scholarship funds going to any brewing school that you want to for for african-americans and, and all people of color uh, to get into brewing because you know i think that that's kind of the key thing to mm -hmm. how you diversify more of these 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 craft breweries is um you know, I don't think inherently, you know, we don't, we want to exclude anybody. It's just, we're not seeing the, the people coming into the industry that you would see, who see it as a career, a career path. Um, and I don't know the answer. I just think and that that's, you know, me and my wife are sitting around talking about what, what can we do after, after this fear is gone. And, um, and I, I looked and like the very same day, like Garrett's on YouTube and, and, and he and did the release like, of that. Hey, uh, yeah. I, I got figured out for you as usual, you know, <laughs> here's what you need to do. And I so. think that adds a, a good piece to it. But, um, even when I saw his, his, uh, scholarship, I think even one level back is just introduction and education on like a high school level to show that this is even, a potential opportunity and career path you can pursue that is tangible also with like with um what i find like my my thing is like with black people in our storied history with with beer and alcohol in general we find that um you know you got that drunk uncle and i'm sure y'all have that drunk uncle too you know what i'm saying but in the black community it really relate it really goes back to um just a negative thought process and and you know this that that drunk uncle ne didn't necessarily do anything with his life so it's like that was his his claim to fame so to speak and so and within that the black community sees beer or sees alcohol as such a negative and not necessarily a potential um job opportunity and so even taking it so i have somebody i now have a student who 18 19 year old who is in college and he's like yeah i'm thinking about becoming you know a brewer his mom is like nah don't do that like you that's know you got uncle johnny that yeah that's it the alcoholism running our family that well, well which is real but education I feel will help that oh, yeah, um, sure. with the parents and so starting a step further back before people even get to college to to determine what route they're going to take is that is a bit of education it's just for me like how do you cross that line of like <laughs> I got a high school. I'm trying to teach him about alcohol. He can't uh -huh. drink until he's 21. We but, run into that. Uh, or she. I'm going to go with she can't drink until she's 21. They can't. The community <laughs> is still heavily guys. So we'll bring some femininity into this piece. Yeah, for sure. I definitely agree <laughs> with that. Like, I even like talk with my mom every now and then. She's like, she'll see my post. She's like, Mama, you really need to add drink responsibly to your post. Oh, yeah. Like, but in my head, I'm like, people know, but it's like, way, if I break it down far further a little bit, I'm like, you are actually super right here. I'm going to actually, <laughs> Mom's like, might put be that. on to something. Right. I was like, whatever, Mom, you know, you like beer. Ah, get out of here. But I'm like, that makes a lot of sense, especially like you bringing up everything. It was like a ne negative connotation when it comes to being in, like, any world of alcohol, whether it's liquor, beer, wine, it always comes with like some sort of baggage of like, 
popular, you know you got this one random uncle or you got this one random family member that doesn't do so well with alcoholic beverages. Like, why do you think it's okay for you to do what you're doing? I don't think I don't think you're I don't think that person is gonna look at your hashtag that says drink responsibly and be like, All right, cool, let me put this one down. Yes. I don't <laughs> Right. I was like, No, so it's I, good. I, I agree theory, with that, but it's just like But overall, you yeah. Self in a way almost. You're just like, Hey, I said drink responsibly. That's fine, I don't take any responsibility for that. No, that's fair. Like I—that's why I struggle with that. That's because I'm not a brewery. I'm not a. I'm not a distributor. Like I don't provide you with alcohol. Just talk about it. Like so, I'm drinking responsibly with everything that I show you. Even with my road trip, we like my wife and I shared a flight. You know what I'm saying? So in those times where I made a stop, yeah, I'm drinking and driving. So there's a level there, but we're sharing a flight and we're not actually both just, you know, getting drunk and it's like, all right, on to the next city. It's like, nah, I'm going three hours because I want I want to stop. I know I'm gonna be faded at this point and I need to go ahead and this first I need you as yeah significant other to back me up. And that's where I like No, I need I get I just need to not show on IG. Me being drunk and then like, oh, on to the next location. Like, that's that's not fair. It. it was like I can get caught also, that caught me for sure. Hold on, let me myself. add. Let me add that. Also, I just don't want to do that because I want to live. So yes. fuck IG. <laughs> that's just I want to live. Don't do it for the gram. Did you get our favorite? Because I think that might be my favorite. Is that the multi joint? Did you just the uh, lager? Yeah. Uh, one, that's a I said the multi joint. <laughs> if that's a name, wait, what is? But yeah, but like I was just saying, like I'm kind of that dichotomy of like make sure I'm not like acting ridiculous on my social media, yeah. but also I'm like make sure I'm doing my due diligence to cover what I need to cover for myself. And we as a brewery, I, I'm, we get asked a lot to help support uh, high schools and you know this this something drive and that, and and we would love to. I just. I've always said no because I'm like I don't want to be seen as like hey we're marketing to underage people, even if we're like just helping them you know with 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 something they need you know football team needs this or that and other. Mm, okay. Um, so yeah, I think that's that, that's part of the problem too is you know you don't you want to say hey you know if if you love science if you love you know marketing if you love this this then, is an opportunity you know if you love, love chemistry you know, being like, part of your community and and being a part of a small business you know this would probably be an awesome job for you um but you can't like go into you know hey hey high school kid you know would you like to you know sample some beers with this you know <laughs> or you might have them with so it but I they can't taste I don't it, know, it was... i don't know what the answer is or what we can do as a um, industry to keep all those we just got to keep the momentum going and keep reaching out to all different kinds of people and you know it doesn't need to be a really inclusive thing and that's the thing that i, th- I love about craft beer versus uh, you know uh, bourbon or, or wine is like it's very in- when you find people that enjoy what you're doing you just want to keep bringing more people in and not excluding you know people um whereas you know some yeah. of the wine culture and some of the spirits culture is like you don't know what you're talking about just turn your back on you and you know i'm not even gonna like try to explain what we're doing here sampling this it's beer. a much more laid-back environment in craft beer which i absolutely love <laughs> matter of fact I mean, my brother like, my brother was like um <laughs> that's, that's, we, that's we smoke the good stuff as we drink the good we know, stuff. We know what good stuff smells. My brother, my brother hit me up and, was, and he said he drank some wine or had something, and it was something that was out of the box that he's he's not used to. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "I thought of you," which a I thought was cool, but I was like, "Man, that one thing about wine." He was like, I, "You should get into it." And I'm like, "My kind of vibe and the wine." Wine vibe don't necessarily mesh. I'm like, I'm very laid back, and wine is a little pretentious. Sorry, wine drinkers, I love y'all, but you know, you know, you little, know who yeah, you are. They're a little you know what you're about. So like, let's I can't, be real. I can't necessarily, um, <laughs> I can't, I can't put that time in, and and really spend like invest my time in that because I don't know if I'll, I would. I almost think of like the beer world, like. I, healthy competition you're like oh you like 
this beer let me show you this beer instead and like it's like for me it's been more on that kind of like fun atmosphere it's like oh, you don't you think like, wine drinkers have that i just think i think they a, do i think it's, it's just like, the vibe that i align with so yeah. they have the whole like oh try this whiskey or let me post this I think one everybody that I'm drinking. has that but it's like i feel like it's more fun and but you could drink a 16 ounce can uh can of beer in a day you can't well you can't but the whiskey like you're pushing it you, if you're trying to do a whole yeah. <laughs> like you really got time it out but like i like what brandon said though like we wasted them all <laughs> that's true and that's that probably out. adds to it but like for me like i've always noticed when it comes to like liquor and wine for me people are like oh, you're drinking this like I know y'all don't make wine. I was like, you drinking the Yazi wine? I'm like, let me show you this. Like, it's like a more pretentious to it, pretentiousness mm-hmm. to it. Whereas, like, crap beer is like, oh, you like Yazi's? Embrace the funk. Check out uh, Cramardine's. Yeah, there's there's like, certainly. You know, I, 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 I have certainly seen that across the board as all the places that I visited. Is when people when people latch on to something that they really like. So like you know, say like some stout, the black is beautiful stout. Like, I mean, if you like that one, oh, you like the style of those hops in there. Hey, I've got this one over here. I'll bring it over to your house next time. Let's share it. Yeah, yeah. That's that stuff right there. I think that's the difference. I, yeah. I appreciate in mm-hmm. the beer world. Like, it's like, like, come hang out with us, and yeah, I got right. this I'm at, not at the house. My own stash and waiting yeah. on it to go up on eBay so I can sell you know sell my bourbon. It's a thought. I think there's a thoughtfulness to it. Um, I think there's a uh, there's more of an empathetic, um, you know, camaraderie mm-hmm. in, in beer. See, and, you're my alcoholic interpreter. Like, I'm just gonna <laughs> like, I'm gonna say this, but I'm gonna let Brandon say it, and then you're really <laughs> so gonna get no, it. But you can like, you got my <laughs> with, beer, with beer, you can actually get to know the people making the the, the beers. You know, you can actually you know find them, and they're, it's not just a that is real. Been around for three hundred years, and there's not actually any connection to anybody anymore. An uh, email or two, you can end up in the, you know, the brewery and sure. brewing if like the conversation goes well. So, I don't feel that same way with a winery or um, I'm about to say a dispensary, but that too, a distillery. <laughs> yeah. I blame you, Brandon. <laughs> Should have said what you said. That's season two. Find out more. Season two. The sessions. Tennessee's going to need some The sessions. The pre-show will be the pre-roll. I like that. Noted. 10%. No, okay. So what is the... This one, yes, what I was pouring. This is another small batch deal. This one is a Belgian Golden. Okay. Um, with uh, just a kind of myriad of spices and um, let the uh, Ooh, nice. let the yeast talk on that. Um, this is a saison yeast. Uh, it's, a, it's Belgian yeast. Belgian, yeah. um, I actually don't recall. Normally, I'm, I'm very open on what we do. Like I've I told people, I've got no secrets. Or you ask me anything about yeah. what we do here, what we use. I'll be happy to tell you. Uh, that's how I got to be where I am because people were open. People were willing to give. Uh, not secrets, but they were just willing to talk. Educate. They were excited about it. I'm excited about what you were I able do. to take what people have people have given you the knowledge that people have given you and created your own right. thing with it. Yeah, you weren't just piggybacking off of what Joe did in you know West yeah. Coast, and and you, you made your own, own thing. Yeah, you do your own thing with it, and I think if you were, you know, I, I don't certainly know. I can see why you said say something. But yeah, it's certainly it's got, got like a creaminess to it, finales to it. Yeah, there is, and um, you know, it being a small experimental batch, you don't know, you know, you don't really know what you're going to get out of it. I think there's like a nice, there is some uh, caramel malts in there. I think there was like some C20. Ooh, I was trying to get light a caramel too, dark like a color to it, but I don't know if the color wise it translated. No, I don't um, think so. flavoring uh, to uh, it. Yeah, I think flavor wise it did. Yeah, it's definitely on the flavor. Um, but it, I think it's a fun little beer to drink. We might we might scale this up and make some tweaks and make it next year. Um, I think this would be a good one, being about eight and a half percent. Yeah. Uh, I think this would be a really good one for this time of year uh, to have out. We it, did, it does have uh, a nice warmth to yeah. it. That yeah. Yeah. I can see that too. As soon as that first leaf falls, you're like, oh, we gotta release it. Yeah, waiting for that one. It's 
who's going to get it, me or Starbucks? Pumpkin spice latte. <laughs> uh, Listen, speaking of leaves, real quick, just on a side note, my I have some really nice trees in my yard, but I had a lot of raking to do when this fucking tree is falling. I'm not looking forward. Oh to it. man, oh, see, we run over ours with the lawnmower. Uh, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna do something like that. That's what yeah. I do. Just set set it down low. low yeah. And just cut them all up. Yeah. Yeah. Might be nice. And what happened is I was in it. I started pulling parts of my yard up. And I was like, well, now I'm creating more work for the spring. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just going to be weeds in the spring. And it's not going to be part of the season two pre-roll. So, <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah, so we just, I cut mine up anymore. Okay. But, Sorry uh, about that squirrel. <laughs> I mean, I'm good for it. We did do, um, I forgot, did you bring the Saison uh, at home? The yeah. um, We did do a... Um, a beer that um, is is kind of a false. So I've tried to start getting into more of some seasonal things yeah. for uh, for embrace the funk, um, just small batch things. So, hundred fifty bottles, hundred bottles, something like that. Just kind of passion projects, Ooh. ingredients that I've wanted to work with. Uh, and so this year, um, to kick off that part of it, um, we did an autumn saison with all Vienna malts. Ooh, okay, um, Ooh, and I like Vienna saison yeast and uh, then mashed it with and uh, brewed it with straw and Chinook hops and so yeah speaking of leaves I was gonna say that so there's the label on that the label alone um, you're like I get drawn I'm like this seems mysterious <laughs> <laughs> like, full yeah. of death I like once that. I start whispering a little bit you gotta <laughs> yeah, like, I get like, like a random narration like got some bass in there <laughs> As he picks up the bottle, you try to trouble he down a little bit. <laughs> as he looks at the leaves falling off the picture, who is talking to me? Yeah, where did that come from? Who is talking to me right now? The um, so that one, um, I just I, I've always wanted to brew with straw, and uh, so that seemed like a good opportunity to. I was driving up the road, okay. uh, coming here, and, or not coming. Well, coming here, but not obviously not today. Um, and we've got some farmers that sell firewood, sell straw, eggs, everything you want on yeah. Hillsboro. And so they were selling selling that one day. And I was like, God, man, I'm gonna that's what I'm gonna brew today. And so went up and uh, got the uh, got the ingredients and uh, and just made it in bottle conditioned. And I I think it was very autumn-like, autumnal. Okay, so, right. Is that it? That's, that's okay. Because I was like, yeah. I've seen this bit. So, right, for the podcast people, over there <laughs> also holds a, a bale of hay. And I've been kind of wondering what the hell the bale of hay was yeah. about. <laughs> but it's not that it's not that far off because it's, you know, it Halloween time. Now. Well, it was Halloween time, fall. Like, it... They could have had some kind of decoration. I won't question it. <laughs> they could have had a pumpkin on it like two days ago. It it all it just made sense enough in my mind for me not to inquire. But I guess this all makes sense with yep. the hay. What the hay? Smoking on hay in the middle of the bar. No, you know that song. Oh, I was like, you better know that song. <laughs> Um, You've been having some really nice pours. Can I ask a question about your yes. pours? When oh you pour, I'm going to say the sours just for, um, pouring them in the middle, is that just like any beer? You can really just replace that? And, you know, because I know with some beers you pour on the edge, and then once you get to the I, halfway, uh, you I typically don't because... Um, the beers, when I pour in the middle, I like for every, all the uh, expressive aromatics to come out. And, you know, we're, we're drinking out of plastic cups now. We've, now, uh, we've yeah, we've transitioned. <laughs> you guys, when you guys see the post show in season two, the proper glasses like we have the Embrace the Funk glasses will hold all that aromatics in there and it provides the uh, foam structure on mm -hmm. the side. So visually it looks good, but also the foam's important. Um, just to kind of lock in and just slowly release out yep. the uh, the aromatics and um, yeah, my dude. I am um, yeah. I, you were talking to Kramer. You were talking about the animals and Kramer just uh, Kramer just whispered to me, "Smell that." Just like, <laughs> I haven't smelled it yet. I just took a sip, but I'm it fine. was. 
Exactly. Yeah, it smells like leaves. It smells like leaves. It smells like leaves. It smells like my yard in three days. Okay. So trying to capture, well, yeah, just trying to capture, um, you know, without making a pie and making a pumpkin beer, that's that's something easy too. So do something different. Use. Um, use hops that you don't typically see in like a saison, like Chinook hops. Yeah. You know, they're very piney, very resinous, very, you know, can get very grapefruit pithiness to them. Uh, you know, throw in something like straw that you would have available during a harvest. If you were, you know, working on a farm, you would have that at that, that time. So go ahead and, and use what was on the land. And so I just, I thought all those things would go pretty well together and tried to make something that, you know, the, the best, one of the best compliments I, I can get is when people say, man, I've never had anything like that. <laughs> and that's, that's a really awesome compliment, especially a beer that doesn't have a bunch of fruit in it. With it's so, microbe driven and malt driven. I want to, oh, I'm sorry, oh, I didn't mean to cut you off. Nope. I want to ask what notes you get from this, because I'm going to tell people on the follow up what I get from it. But yeah, go ahead. Well, tell me, because I want them to hear that first. <laughs> and I want them to come with mine first. Um, what? I mean, in the nose, I get, I still get uh, grapefruit. Um, I get a little bit. Uh, it's in green. It, yeah, so it's in green glass too. Again, so we can try to get some of that that light struck character. Um, peach skin. I'm not trying to. Yeah, and I don't. I want to. I'm not trying to just walk through it. No, no. <laughs> it helps me to walk through it because if I make this again. Kind of getting, I'm getting, I'm getting leaves in the driveway. I'm getting like those little acorns that drop off of the trees. And, yeah, <laughs> that's what I was going uh, yeah. going with. I was like, it's like again, like we already talked about, like it has a rustic kind of mm-hmm. smell to it. You're like, okay, this is the epitome of fall slash autumn, mm-hmm. depending on how fancy you want to get with your terminology. Okay, All right, let's um, let, me, let me get my autumn. Be fancy with it. Okay, so I want to preface this by if this thing tastes amazing. Like I really, I am really enjoying the flavor. Um, it like the crispness of it is just it. Like the finish is really where it's at. Um, even on the front end, yes. <laughs> Outside of what I'm about to say, because <laughs> it's more funny to me than anything. But outside of what I'm about to say, like I do get the um, the autumn leaves. But I'm gonna be honest. I get a little bit of like that that baby poop. And it's a little funky, mm. like a like the green like. I get blue cheese. Oh, like like the really green baby poop. The green baby poop. Yeah, the yeah. green baby poop. <laughs> like that came out of you. Yeah, <laughs> it's the green baby poop, and that's what like it's not a bad thing. I don't say that as like oh my god, don't fuck with this beer. <laughs> it's like who knew shit could taste so good? <laughs> exactly. It was. I, well, I'm rare. really, I'm really enjoying the. The the fecal matter of the beer, you know, but no, I'm really enjoying the beer. But on the nose, that's what that's what I got, and that's why I wanted you to tell people what you were getting, and others. But let me just give an example. Like I see some of these explanations. I've seen green baby poop or baby poop Uh as a um, descriptor descriptor of like what you're smelling, but I've never experienced it, so I got a little bit of that. But I mean it in the most loving like appreciative way if you like funk mm-hmm. if like this is you know this gives i would you. certainly go more for the blue cheese stank side yeah mm-hmm. right now on this particular bottle now that you say blue cheese i can i can it's see like, there's a but, reason why i want buffalo wings right now it's because it's beer <laughs> it's like, i can see the, i can see blue like, cheese like, but it was like, like it, it just gave me a little bit of that funk and that was the one other thing that came to mind in yeah so when you start experience especially with brett and we were talking about that earlier too on that that brett 2x when we start experimenting with these and so these little uh isolations and microbes i don't know what we're gonna get i wish i knew but that's why i'll make small batches first and you know go from there and, and figure it out and think you know 
beers like this, you know, this little series here that we're starting is kind of an expansion on experimentals because I've never been with straw before. And um, those bread, the bread that's in there, I certainly have. Uh, but I've never made a Saison with Chinook. I've never made a, a mostly all Vienna Saison before, yeah. uh, especially at the seven and a half percent this probably is. So, um, yeah, it's kind of an extension of, of that, just trying to trying to figure out what happens when you combine this with this and, you know, where do we end up after, oh. after the equal sign? <laughs> the organized chaos, yeah. controlled chaos. I mean, the one... I guess if there's anything positive that came out of COVID and shutting down in March, and it's that we've had, you know, the ability to go back and do a lot more, like, you know, research and, and test batches and, you know, hey, we don't have anything else to do. <laughs> let's let's brew something, you know. Yeah, let's and, play uh, around with this. It's only going to be something. a small batch because all we got is our tap room and there's no other outlets for it right now. But, um, yeah, it's, it's been, I, I think, uh, you know, hopefully as an industry, but us as Yazoo, I think, you know, we hit the ground when this is over with, you know, hundreds of new recipes we figured out on our small batch system that we were excited to, you know, put out there. And, you know, the same way on the Embrace the Funk side, you know, Brandon's been brewing up a storm with, you know, with straw and, you know, uh, Tennessee ingredients as far as wheat and rye and stuff. Um, so, yeah, you know, if we can get through this part, <laughs> I think uh, there's a lot of exciting stuff. You know, not us, not only us, but you know, other brewers have been just you know, patiently kind of honing our, our craft. Hopefully, yeah, you know, and ready to go once once we can get get going. Yeah, I, I like I tell I tell like many folks like there were definitely a lot of negatives on 2020. So I don't want to, as I make the statement make it seem like I'm making light of it but some stuff some good stuff has come out of 2020 having to sit your ass down and just reassess whatever it is that you're doing and look at it from a different perspective or how can I change this how can I um you know enhance this to be the best or whatever it just 2020 gave you an opportunity to just sit down and think about it um, for the most part, some places they have not had that opportunity. I realize that, but for those that have uh, come out successful, I think 2020 was an opportunity, like you said, to just try something different. Yeah. Change up the change up your usual game, because if you were going full speed, you were going 100 miles an hour. You can't you can't change the tires no, <laughs> at I that mean, speed. You know. You know, us as a business have been you know when we hit the ground running. 2003 like I had a five-year business plan and we kind of we, we hit that in like three months it was just like it was insane and um, you know and as a city Nashville kind of like at the same time just went nuts and, and cranes everywhere maybe uh, maybe this time will be a chance like hey you know as a city where do we want to be you know and us as a brewery you know what's our new direction going forward but um, yeah, I, I hope we don't go back to the same way Nashville was, you know, before the shutdown where we were completely tourist driven and, you know, everything was just focused on downtown. So you almost forget about the people that forget already all the live here. Because yeah. that's who exactly. sustained you right. at this yeah. point. Who has sustained you since, you know, the shutdown is like you had to, to cater to those locals now at this point. Mm -hmm. I was so glad when we moved out of the Gulch. I wanted to. Add, I want to. I want to ask about that too. Well, okay. So yeah, we'll, sure. let's wrap. Let's <laughs> let's wrap up the yes. conversation, Kramer, yes. and then we'll dive into that. Especially because Brandon is Brandon is bringing us another beer. Yeah, that's a, yeah. I didn't, I didn't know we were going this far. No, <laughs> yeah, that's one of my faves. Though. I wasn't ready for going this, to this point, but like, of course, like, thank you for listening to our season one finale. Finale. All this extra information you want to get, it's going to be on season two. So you got to subscribe, follow us, and figure out what we, we're doing. And you Keep can do up that. with us. Yeah, you can do that with me at The Bearded Brother um, on
Facebook and on uh, Instagram, all that good stuff. And of course, you can find my co-host, The Black Beer Experience, on the same platforms. And most importantly, you can find us at The Swig Podcast mm-hmm. on Facebook and IG. And rock with us like follow us because in this off season we're gonna be putting some dope stuff together uh season two is gonna be lit uh, we're just gonna we're gonna have a good we're gonna have a good time we're gonna have we've we're gonna create more uh industry friends and yes. just have some yes. really good conversations and add our names on social media so we know it's real like <laughs> holla at me <laughs> i love you bye that's how i start that's how i end that shit last time i told him i love him I do love y'all though. I guess. And we care about you. We want the best <laughs> out of you. And that's why we're trying to give you the best beer advice, information, education, all that crazy stuff. But how can we find Yazoo and even you guys on any social medias or anything like that? Um, yeah, you know, um, Yazoo Beer, uh, if you're looking for it, you know, all throughout Tennessee, Mississippi now, um, South Carolina. And we just, oh, that's awesome. like I was saying earlier, um, rolled out into Georgia, North Georgia, mostly Atlanta and, and Athens, um, Birmingham and Huntsville. And we're starting to sell a little bit up in Kentucky. We had all these markets ready to go. COVID hit. We're like, all right, let's keep going. Yeah, right. yeah. COVID ruins the business. best out of everybody. Like, it took um, the goodness of what we wanted for ourselves. Yeah, and uh, if, if you want to find out more about um, you know, what we're doing or what Brandon's doing, um, at yazoobrew.com. Or at yazoobrew.com is our website, at yazoobrew on Twitter and Instagram. At embrace the funk on Instagram and Twitter um, for the really behind the scenes uh, stuff that Brandon's doing. Um, yeah, you know, just uh, we try to be everywhere that you want to drink a beer. So just you know, holler at us if you, if you can't find our beer, we'll get it there. Yeah, all right. We appreciate y'all coming through, and it was yeah. um, it's fun. Yeah, and we, we got- still have a few more poured up, so we're gonna continue the conversation. But y'all be easy. Peace. 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 Peace.